The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Undirection, a podcast about life's most important questions. I am enlightened new life Bible teacher, Christopher Seals. And I am super trendy English teacher and author, John Bennett. (laughs) And I am Topo Chico drinking Pastor Wayne. (laughs) Oh, guys, I figured it out. I figured it out. What'd you figure out? The answer you've all been waiting for. Drop it. Uh, Yes. How many sausage biscuits with eggs from McDonald's does it take for me to get sick? Um, <laughs> Wait, is this a guessing game? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, sure. Wait, how many do you think it is? Well, I just heard John say three, which is, you know, for a podcast like ours, that's a great number. Um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, surprisingly, you can do three. But the last bite of the fourth is uh, you're gonzo. Man, three, you're right on. Yeah, three is just what it takes um, for me to feel awful. Uh, like like, like flu symptoms awful. Like my body oh, no. decided that oh. I had poisoned it with oh. McDonald's sausage biscuit with egg. Um, the, the problem was... Um, we had a party for my uh, my daughter, um, and we had we had a puppet show and everything. Um, it was like her birthday party, and so since she's already with her like cohort of her class, we just invited her whole class over. So we did a puppet show, and it was the three little pigs, and so we did pig themed party, and it was like <laughs> cute and outdoors and barns. And I thought, you know, what's the best thing we could do for pig themed party? It, but sausage biscuits with eggs, egg McMuffins, bacon McGriddles. Um, we McDonald's breakfast catered it and it was delightful what i didn't understand was that my wife when she gives me the number of sandwiches that we need she already overestimated <laughs> and then i usually take an order and i add like 10 to 20 percent to the order mm-hmm. and so we had an inordinate amount of sausage biscuit with egg um so uh, i have a quick, I just I have kept... a quick question did, uh-huh. did you have to reheat these to eat them because I'm wondering if you uh, reheated them in the microwave. No, I didn't. Okay, um, cool. This Carry was on. All, Carry on. This was all straight out of the McDonald's bag Excellent. Um, Excellent. into my mouth. My apologies. Um, my apologies. And I probably, so I, I had three of those and then it, it could have been that, or I also had four of those hash brown patties <laughs> um, with it. Do you know how much uh, grease is it, was <laughs> in your belly? So much. I'm, I'm, the so fat, much. I'm the fat one here of the three of us, and there's no way I, I can even think about doing that, bro. Oh man! It, but it like, but the problem is, it was a, so good. Like sin is sweet for a season. Oh, um, but and, it leaves your face oily and your stomach oh even greasier. Gosh. I mean, no. the good news is that I was able to like save a lot of them and freeze them, and so I can like defrost and heat them up one at a time, so I can relive it as often as I need to. Wait, you can eat something that made you sick? Like for me, okay. if something makes me sick, I cannot touch it for oh. at least half a lifetime. Only if you barf, dude. Only if you barf. 
Yeah, well, I didn't barf. It just made me sick. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Maybe yeah, that's and what yeah, it is. Don't, don't mistake. It wasn't like, because gastrointestinal distress would make sense, right? After eating it. But it wasn't yeah. that. It was like I was achy and tired and felt like I felt like I had uh, congestion in my chest and nose and throat. Oh, you had um, sausage and sweats. <laughs> You had the meat sweats. <laughs> I had the meat sweats. It in was... my house, we call it meat sweats. <laughs> in my house, that's, that is what we call it. Um, the, I, I also call my pants that I wear when I eat the sandwiches meat sweats as well. So um, it's good. It's a double meaning. So this is not a good time for me to tell you, like, I think that one of the best like breakfast things on, on any fast food menu is at Tommy's Chili Burger. Like, they're... Their chili sausage, oh. chili sausage breakfast burrito. Like that's this is not a good time. So wait, chili sausage breakfast burrito. Well, it's not chili. I'm sorry, it's chili in an already like breakfast burrito, like eggs, cheese, hash brown, sausage, and then Got Tommy's it. and Tommy's world famous chili. Mm, that sounds like it would give me stomach problems, heartburn, and like the smell that when it gets all over your chin and you well, just not with that feel it on your John. face for days. <laughs> with or without the attitude, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, I. The one thing that's missing um, is gravy. Oh, this like guy! Uh, you a, are a, a glutton for punishment, bro. Yeah. Well, well, the the reason I thought gravy is because you said sausage chili, uh, and sure, then I sure, realized sure, sure. that gravy is sausage chili. <laughs> totally, bro. Right? Totally. It's just like chunks totally. of sausage. In and when a, I didn't in say a it, runny thick sauce. Yeah. And when I didn't say it, you were totally disappointed. I get it. Uh huh. Dang, yeah. Chris. Chris, I. Is it possible you had? I mean, back to your McDonald's day. Is, is it possible you had more than than hash browns and, and sausage egg and cheese biscuit? Like, did you have one of those McGriddles, dude? Because that syrup oh, that, that syrup is going to take you right into a a, a diabetic sweet sweet sweat. I, I I did. I had half of a McGriddle also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side note: yeah. the chicken the chicken McGriddle is fantastic. It's like chicken and waffles, but anyways, mm, okay. So scientifically, we don't know how many sausage McMuffins it takes. It's because you had all sorts of other factors playing but, into this. But we do know That's scientifically true. that at 7,000 calories, Chris is done. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Approximately 7,000. Yeah. What if you well, suffered a mini heart attack? Like, what if you legitimately had a heart attack? I, I did have some shoulder pain. I don't know. Um, did, did you well, entertain the thought at all? Like, so this is how it ends. <laughs> This is great for our Easter podcast because you probably rose from the dead. Yeah, I did. I, this is, it, and that's why I was saying I, I am enlightened. I've, I've made it. I've come through. Living um, out the, the other, resurrection. This guy, yeah, what a teacher. On the other side of Easter, new life breaking forth in the midst of McDonald's. Um, oh. Well, hey everyone, this is a Christian Answers podcast. We pull questions from online questioners and life experiences. If you have a question for us, you can tweet using the hashtag spiritual undirection, or you can send us a question on our website, spiritual Let's have, how about some low hanging fruit? Um, yes. not nature's candy, but low hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> we're never going to let that die. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, my family loves it. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, uh, <laughs> This is from Yahoo Answers user Anonymous, um, posted this one decade ago. <laughs> Does God answer prayers? Uh, that seems simple enough, but the additional details is where it gets tricky. How can one know if a prayer has been answered? Oh, well, mm. it's usually read receipts, actually. Mm. <laughs> if, you're on, if, you're, if, if you're on read, uh, it's not going to happen. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, this yeah. is a, that's actually that phrase of on red is a good example of me not being hip with the lingo and misunderstanding something for a long time because the the students would say like, oh my gosh, can you believe they left me on red? Um, and I always thought they were saying unread. And I'm like, well, maybe they just didn't get to their phone. Like quit being so controlling. What's your problem? Um, and then like literally two years later, they pronounced it more clearly. And I was like, oh, on red. That makes a lot more sense. I just thought it was like yeah. a, like a, some sort of nod to like taking drugs or something like take the red of the, of the blue pill. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm, I'm on that red. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the red. Yeah. Just like, yeah. like, yeah. like um, or it's a gambling term, like I, a roulette term. Oh, I, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think Garth Brooks uh, sang a song about you were, I mean, you were, you sang it really well was, last time, Chris, like, are you still able to like do a little some ditty? Of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayer. Oh, Garth, is that you? That really good. <laughs> that's really good. Anyway, yeah. I think that's actually a catchy song, but, uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, like how do you know? Like if you if you ask for a sausage like biscuit and like you get one, like hey, my prayer was answered. Like mm. I don't know. It's if if it's a transaction, it sounds like the question is transactional. Like so, when the end of transaction. <laughs> if if I wanted to bill myself as a really effective prayer, um, can I just continue to ask for? Like things that I know that I'm going to get. And then when they come through, does that count as answered prayer? Like if like, I'm like, God, I pray that you would teach me a lesson through these sandwiches. Um, and I eat a bunch of sandwiches of, of sausage biscuits with egg. Um, and then afterwards, I'm like, the Lord answered my prayer. Prove it. Bubble gut. Mm, bubble gut. Mm. Bubble, bubble, bubble gut. Is that how you say it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, no, but seriously, uh, how can you how can you know if it's a legit answer from God? I think if we're going to disambiguate a little, uh, <laughs> how do you know if it was going to happen anyway? Right? Is there a way to do a double blind study of this? Oh, oh, oh! oh I think they've actually done. I could be completely wrong, but I haven't they done studies on like prayer? Yeah, Some, like they've done things. I I don't remember if it was inconclusive or something did happen. It was pretty disappointing. Yeah, for the for the believers in God's side. I don't, I don't know what study you're referring to, but like, I, I know there are studies about like what happens in the brain during prayer and, and stuff like that is, yeah. seems, to, seems to be pretty cool. Yeah. The, the downside was they did a double blind study in which, um, they had different people in Christian denominations, um, all within, all within Christian denominations pray for people going through coronary bypass surgery. Um, mm. And there were three groups. There were people who received prayer and knew they received prayer. There were people who received prayer but didn't know they received prayer. And there were people who didn't receive prayer. And of the three groups, oh, the, no. the group the group that fared the worst was the group that received prayer and knew they I received knew prayer. Yeah. Um, and then it was, I think it was pretty inconclusive between the other two. But I think the people who didn't receive prayer actually um, ended up t- working out the best. I have a so hypothesis. Oh, it's not, it's, it doesn't really go with like the comedy, but I, I'm wondering if because the, the people that, um, are believers and know, or I guess it wasn't assumed that they were believers, huh? but that they knew they were getting prayer. Like, it's almost like it's, it's more of an insurance thing. So it's like, well, if I die, then like, at least I know where I'm going kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. and so, and so then you miss out on that, like, 
kind of placebo effect of like believing in healing and, and, and kind of that kind of, I don't know. Anyways. Wayne, are you saying it's just all placebo? Uh, on like this a, here seems like a lot of it is isn't it dude yeah, but, maybe. I don't know. but the placebo i mean that's not a bad thing placebo effect is is quite powerful like and so i don't think mm-hmm. it's, it should be something that we should dismiss <laughs> mm. Mm. yep 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 so what was the question oh um so <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you quantify no how do you tell if your prayer has been answered john have you ever had wow. prayers answered uh yes how could you but tell? i find um because i found myself either oh how do i say this the outcome that that happened fit more with what i think god would want for my life rather than what i would want for my life mm. and so that's how i knew that it was an answered prayer and I, and the fact that i was able to see that to me was part of the prayer answering process yeah Maybe part of it. That's more of a serious answer, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying, like maybe part of it though is like, it's it's less. I mean, back to that transactionary idea. Like it's less the genie like making a wish and seeing if your wish comes true because that's kind of like another way we could silly in a silly sense like say this question. But it seems like, and we've heard this before, right? But it seems more like sometimes it's about us aligning our trajectory Mm -hmm. or our will or like all these things, kind of like aligning it with. Kind of like what you were saying there, John. That's what made me think of like aligning with what we know to be true about about the divine. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Lord's Prayer, right? Thy will be done, right, on earth as it is in heaven, and so we align ourselves with that prayer, right? Mm-hmm. And I, um, I don't think I've ever actually. It's probably in there, and I just don't read the Bible enough. Um, but the term answering prayer kind of seems like a thing that we say, but doesn't ever seem to be like the biblical lens. The biblical lens is like He hears our prayer. Um, it seems mm-hmm. to be a thing that the, the authors in the Bible are concerned about, um, or God working seems to be a thing that people are concerned about, but just this idea of a transactional, I throw up a prayer, um, and then God gives me the response, um, seems to not be, I don't know. I know that there are times when people do pray and then God does respond, but just like the way the expectation being quantified as did my prayer get answered is never seeming to be the way that it was meant to go. No, it seems like, no, it seems like that, that is only addressing it as if you are the only one in that transaction that has a will. Mm, (laughs) Right. Like you're you're not, like you're not considering the will of God. But doesn't the Bible say, um, asking you'll receive sentences Mm -hmm. like that through anything, (laughs) through prayer and supplication. Yeah. God wouldn't give you a snake. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Wouldn't give you a stone if you asked for a stone. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, he's part of that was snake, though, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a snake so, or, uh, or a scorpion. Yeah. yeah. So doesn't that mean that God will give me um, a new car, mm-hmm. nice pair of sneakers? Yes, all that. Indeed, if you ask for it, you will get it. Which I think is, um, thank you, John. I think this is probably a good segue to talk about um, uh, for those of you who are in on the interwebs um, and you read articles. Um, about Christianity and stuff, perhaps you have come across this Instagram feed called Preachers in Sneakers. Uh, yes. I love it. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's kind of fun. Um, a little part of me feels bad and dies inside when I go through it um, because there's like a part of me that's like, 
I like a lot of the guys that show up in the feed um, with their their sneakers. Um, but nevertheless, for those of you who don't know the premise, um, there is a guy who dedicated an Instagram account to just uh, taking pictures of, um, I guess, big names in Christianity um, and then listing the price of their wardrobe. It's so good. To them. Yeah. So good. Um, who are some of the pastors that show up regularly just for our viewers? Wait, wait. And uh, especially, I want to know, especially if you're willing to open up that closet a little bit more, Chris. You said there's a, a handful that. Open up that, that closet. <laughs> that was good. Closet. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Are there, you said there's a few That's there good. that you dig, right? Like who you. I do. I mean, I like. Um, I, I like. like Stephen Furtick, um, Ravi Zacharias is on there for other reasons. Um, oh, that was no. actually a good point. Um, I think who was it? Um, is it TD Jakes? I don't want to say something that's not true. Um, I think Greg yeah, Laurie was on there. Greg Laurie was on there, which is always a delight. Um, yeah, I don't know. As I scrolled through, I was just like, oh man, uh, oh, this is, I love this it, is dude. disappointing. I love yeah. it. Is that bad that I love it? <laughs> Well, it's okay. So here it's interesting, right? Um, yeah. So wait, who is this? This is yeah. TD Jakes. Um, so uh, there's a part of me that's like, uh, so for example, the one I'm looking at TD Jakes is wearing a, a plaid hoodie that, um, has a Burberry at Burberry sells for $900 or, oh. um, like so many of these, um, their people are wearing like Yeezys, which Yeezys, I guess is like on the lower end of like costing six or 700 bucks for a pair of sneakers. Um, Do you know how many people you can feed with that? Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's play this out a little though. Um, I just dropped $2,000, so um, I know on a trip to Disney world with my family that we're going to do, um, at the end of April. So that's $2,000. Like we, I could ask the same question, right? Like, you know, how many mouths that could feed? Mm-hmm. Um, so am I equally culpable? Um, like, should we, should we shake our heads at, at my Disney world purchase, um, as the like $850 Balenciaga's, um, so I have this, my wife and I have this philosophy with gift giving that experiences are worth so much more than material things. Um, so for one, like, I'm, I'm going to say that no, because experiences are so much richer and more meaningful, um, especially if you're spending it with your family. Right. Okay. Um, and then two, you're like, you have, you can, you're, you influence a lot of people, all 20 people that listen to this and all the students <laughs> that you teach. But, but these are like mega church pastors. Millions of people follow them. And right now I'm looking at T.D. Jakes, who is wearing a $1,200 fanny pack mm. from Louis oh. Vuitton. Like that is to me just Austin's taste. It's ostentatious. It's gaudy. Like that's a totally different than taking your family, um, especially on a $2,000 vacation. Like, it's not like you're even going to like the, is it Maldives or Maldives? It's not Maldives. even like you're going to like, yeah, you're not like going to the Maldives and I know, just call those this. the M's. The, the M's. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. Yeah, I, well, how, can I, can I reframe the question maybe? If, if yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I think my question would be more like, like how does it, how does it add to or hinder the ability to, um, mm. to, um, communicate the gospel yeah 
Um, I guess we'd have to define the gospel too at that point. Okay. Well, maybe I can't, here's going to be my pushback. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the rich boy advocate. Um, Justin Bieber came to faith because of hip pastor Carl Lentz, hip hot pastor Carl Lentz, who did have an affair last year. So that's a problem. Um, Uh, Sounds like not just last year, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was it a couple of years ago? I think it's been a pattern, but yeah. I think, I think he was going with plural. Oh, (laughs) got it. I got a singular. Okay. Um, but had he not been wearing the, um, I don't know, had he not been wearing the Burberry um, or the Gavinci or however you say it, Gavinci, is it Gavinci? How do you say Gavinci? Paris? I don't know. Um, yeah. Had he not been wearing the cool clothes, would Justin Bieber have come to faith? So maybe it is um, contextualized for the gospel for, for the richies. The, the first question that comes to my mind is like, is it? Is it the guy's flashy clothes, though, that is what was appealing mm. about the gospel, or was it the gospel that was appealing, and it happened to be in yeah. a in a a human who was wearing that crap? Got it. Mm. And I say crap because yeah. I can't afford it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. There may there may I don't really want to wear any of those things, but I it sure would be fun to have money to spend mm. on that. But <laughs> anyhow. Okay, let's let's do this. What is um. For a single wardrobe item, so with shoes, belt, shirt, pants, hat, um, fanny pack. Um, See, that's unnecessary. (laughs) I love fanny packs. Um, What is the dollar amount where you go from, I'm not even going to say moral or immoral, but like (laughs) as as a minister, um, what is like as a professional Christian who stands in front of other people to declare the gospel? um, Is my my church in... uh, in like an urban setting downtown or am I in Scottsdale? Mm, you're in, um, you're in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Hey, can I just tell you like there's only two footwear options for pastors in general, but especially Cincinnati. Birkenstocks? Um, n- <laughs> nope. Nope. That's come on now. Come That's on Ventura. Now. That's <laughs> Ventura. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's either the um, New Balances that are all black with the Velcro, or it's the Skechers shape-ups. Those are the only things that pastors are allowed to wear. <laughs> In Cincinnati. Yeah, they have, uh, this is how they have booty for days, is they got those shape-ups. They're like, how? Hey, their backs... <laughs> Their backs are great too. Yes, no, no backsliding um, in Cincinnati. Wah, wah. Um, <laughs> um, Chris, to so your point, what's, what's the what's uh, the dollar amount where you go from being ethical to unethical for shoes or a sing or a single um, wardrobe item? Three hundred. Uh, okay, so for shoes, I'm gonna say one hundred. To me, that's the cutoff. Uh, there, there might be a little like if we're talking like specialty or like you know you're gonna go hike. You know the Maldives, Dives, man. Okay. <laughs> like you might need like some, you might need the right tech, right? Like you might need the right gear. So I, I okay. There, there could be some wiggle room there, but yeah, for like a, a common shoe, bro, hundred bucks sounds. That sounds. Okay. Weird. We're talking that about like more we're talking about the things that you're preaching in. Like, what are you yeah. wearing to preach in? Because most oh, of these are like them on stage. Sixty last to eighty bucks. Last time I ran a marathon, um, I bought um, Brooks Ghosts because they um, have some good padding, and those are one hundred and fifty. Um, but are you preaching gear? this? Specialty gear? Sometimes, yeah. When I'm when I want oh. my comfy days. Um, <laughs> to me, that just that just shows the 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 fact that you can use them for more than one thing. That's that's good. That's mm. that's why. But like just like I don't know. And this is totally subjective, right? And I'm being super judgy. But like a super crazy stinking like 
expensive pair of shoes just because it like looks good with because it matches my fanny pack or something like 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 that like that just doesn't that's hard for me man that's hard for me i i was yeah, sucked I, up in that into that in that stuff when in my youth for sure like i get yeah. it but and i think it has to do with like hype culture right like that there is a right um i don't know like because a lot of the clothes like just aesthetically don't look like that good um <laughs> but they, uh, I mean, I know that's subjective, blah, blah, blah. but, um, largely it's like, we're looking at a $800 sweatshirt that just has the name of the company across the chest, um, and like a couple of little marks on it. Right. And so you, you can only get, I guess, wool that is so superior, um, before it's like, oh, you're paying for a name and for hype. Right. Um, so wow, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking right now at a pastor on this on this thing. He's got four thousand dollar Air Jordans, bro. Yeah, that sounds like hype. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's on my feet. Um, so, so I, I guess then they what? What's the metric, right? Like, is there is there a metric for how oh, far? Oh gosh, far? I feel like this is like a serious. This has been a serious podcast so far, but like, um. Oh, man. It's hard for me not to go to like Paul talking about like not even accepting money from people that he is going to like build, like make tents and sell tents so that he can make a living so that it mm. really ultimately for him so that it, it, it couldn't give anybody any sort of wiggle room or sort of like idea that yeah. like the gospel is anything other than what it is. And that's, um, that's like, so that's good. Because, harsh, like, that's think, harsh with this to a degree, but right. And, and a lot of people, um, like the defense is like, well, it was a gift. Right. Um, but even if it was a gift, there'd be a part of me that would be like, uh, or you could, uh, do I wear this in private at my house? Like, do I wear my Yeezys in my living room? Um, I don't know. Um, Yeezys aren't, what are those like 400, 500? Um, but, but, that's a lot of money, Chris. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but when you say them, like, why are you gifting me this? Like, why are you gifting me this thousand dollar shoes? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what, what does that, what does that show you? One about who you think I am, Mm -hmm. and and what you think like my my passions are. You know, like if if that's who what people think of you as a pastor is that you're somebody who wants thousand dollar shoes, then you definitely have to like rethink your public image as it Mm -hmm. relates to the gospel, right? Yeah, Yeah. Just where the New Balances and just where the <laughs> Skechers. Guys, I think we, I think we should recall this episode like getting in touch with our inner Pharisee or something. Yes, <laughs> I'm yes. feeling really yeah. judgy, but like at the same time, like this is really weird, dude. It's a weird phenomenon within the church. Mm-hmm. It's strange, man. Yeah, it, it it is quite odd. And I'm well, so um, thankful for this web or for this guy's uh, <laughs> channel that he has. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a um, uh, let's take a quick turn. Um, we've been kind of talking about like hype culture and people who are like very um, in tune with their image. Um, how about we do um, an update from the Church Marketing Desk? Welcome to the Church Marketing Desk. Um, there is a church in maybe in my community um, that has is called the New Direction Church. I don't feel gu- guilty about talking about this because there's probably 800 New Direction churches, right? Um, and so the the web address for New Direction Church um, is, I believe, newdirection.org or something. Who knows? Um, it's one of those New Direction websites. Now they have a children's ministry. New Direction mm. Church does. Um, and I saw a sign from them recently, um, and they needed to create a URL where they abbreviated new direction 
children or new direction kids. Um, what would like, if you needed to workshop this with them, like, Hey, yeah, let's get a good short URL. So new direction church dot whatever slash, what would be the, what would be like your slash that comes afterwards that indicates this is the children's ministry of new direction church. And when we say children, we just get age group. Just kids, kids. It's just the kids ministry. Okay. Like I think it was on a VBS sign. Okay. Can I first say that you should not abbreviate your church name to newd.org? Because <laughs> that's going to be all sorts of awkward from there. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well said. Well said. John, 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 John. You, you, may, you may or may not have hit the nail on the head, though, um, of why I'm bringing this up to you. Oh, um, uh, the, the new afterwards, D Kids? Uh, was it New D Kids? It was N W D Kids. No! <laughs> Which no, can be man. read. It could be read to one of two. Nude kids. Nude? Phonetically? No, phonetically, right? Is that what you just said, told yeah. me? Yes. Yep. Nude yeah. kids or nudie kids or nudie kids. <laughs> oh. um, this was this was the abbreviation they went with and put on a sign that they hung in front of. Dude, I am not their... touching that one. <laughs> so, but no, let's make this constructive. Let's make this constructive. What what should they have done instead? Marketing master Wayne Randolph. Um, consulted, John consulted another Smith, human. John Bennett. They should have consulted another human being, dude, with a freaking soul and an IQ over nine. Oh, but I have yeah. no opinion on that, Chris. You're not judging. No oh my gosh! Uh, first of all, choose a different church name. Like that's, uh, that, that's a first one. Maybe they had a prophetic uh, revelation. Mm, you can't oh, quantify man. it. Okay, good. Yeah, um, backslash um, kids, but not naked. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're uh, sorry <laughs> for uh, our um, church name. I don't know. How about <laughs> oh, low power mode? Um, how about what, what's it called? It's called New Direction. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have been like One Direction Kids at the end, they, they probably mm. would have got a a whole host of uh, surprises. People showing up in their Harry Styles t-shirts. Totally, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then and, people would show up with like their Zane shirts, and then it would have been a fight. And, uh-huh. and and then the other guy that no one knows because <laughs> he didn't do some of stuff. I, I was stoked that I said One Direction, bro. I've just been smiling and nodding as you guys keep talking. Anyway, that's so. awesome. Um, okay, yeah. so it's so it's it's backslash. How about just youth group, dude? How about just backslash. Youth backslash or, kids <laughs> church yeah. kids church like <laughs> why does it have to be anything else, dude? You've already you've already established that you're the new direction church at the beginning of the URL. It mm. seems a little redundant and perverted. Hmm. Well, thank you, thank you, marketing <sighs> marketing and wordsmith experts. Um, I'll, I'll make I'll be sure to record th- this episode um, onto a onto a floppy drive and pass this off to them. Uh, you, know, you know what I was just thinking was if it's org, and then you could do like a backslash, uh, but then this sounds terrible, erection, <laughs> like new direction, and you spell it out, but then you, but then just saying that made me sound and feel just filthy. So uh-huh, yeah. let's just, let's just move on. Let's just yeah. And I'm already let's in touch with on. my inner judge. So bro, you should hear what's going on in my mind oh, oh, no. about you. Oh, no. Goodness. Okay. Well, how about this question? Um, 
Oh, for Christians. Oh, sorry. This is from Yahoo Answers user Dan. He's a level four Yahoo Answers user. Um, there. Sorry, I'm distracted because there's trending news at the top of Yahoo Answers page. And I've got Ellen's ratings tumble after explosive allegations. I mean, dun, 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 dun. wait, I got to tell you, I, I've been I've been just going through that Instagram. And Chris, I know this and John, this is stuff we talked about when we all worked together uh, not too many years ago. But the amount of pastors with like a white t-shirt that has just Supreme on it for $1,500 mm-hmm. or the, yeah. the pastor in, in his backyard posing like uh, at a pool party and he's holding a inflatable um, like blow up ball, beach ball that says Supreme. It's 150 bucks. Bro, mm-hmm. th- if that doesn't grieve the spirit, I'm just saying, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness. <clears throat> This is from uh, Dan. Uh, For Christians who believe in evolution, does sin cause death, as the Bible says? And if so, how do you rationalize death before sin? Meaning, what of the species that died before evolution was completed in the coming of man? Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death, dot, dot, dot. Throughout the Bible, sin is punished harshly, often with death. Take Ananias and Sapphira, for example, early in Acts. Harken back to our last episode. James, I believe, tells us that's that's good. They're so like snarky. And then they say, James, I believe, tells us that sin, when it conceives, brings death. How do you rationalize death before sin as a Christian? All opinions appreciated. So for Mm. Christians who believe in evolution, you know, those liberals that believe in Mm. evolution, um, trying to destroy Christianity in America. um, How how do they make sense of death before sin? Huh? Mm. Let's just try to channel. Let's try to channel our inner evolutionist um, and see what they would say. Uh, I don't know. Ken Ham stuck in my head, so I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Um, Well, uh, you see, it's really not just sin. It's uh, it's not just death. It's human death. Um. And human death doesn't occur until after the fall. And so um, we are comfortable with that, well, except for all of the humans that died in the uh, lead up to the production of humans. And so maybe, maybe, oh, I got another call. Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't actually have an answer for this one. Um, yeah. Any ideas, guys? I, I like the Wayne, idea. Wayne, are you still looking at that feed? I saw you open yeah. your mouth really large. Yeah, because I just saw Erwin McManus, dude, and I, I used to oh. really, yeah, I used to really look up yeah. to that guy. See, it doesn't, mean, doesn't mean I don't anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just hurts. Um, Chris, I, I think actually you and I have had some fun with this talk before in the past. Um, I think I think it's I think it's cool to see the beautiful narrative uh, and like the intent of the creator, like in the creation story. And, um, but as, as you know, we have taught or we have heard, or many of us have heard like the, the creation story in the Bible is not attempting to give us any sort of like science. It's, it's, that's just not, it's not what it's going for. It's not what it's doing. And so I think it's a really, really fun talk. Um, but there's just not a whole lot in the creation story for us to, to come up with. Do you think they yeah. were humans before Adam and Eve or were they? So or okay with that. even it was so if they were, did those humans die? And yeah. if so, then this whole idea that sin leads to death, then like, 
no, just death is just part of it, right? Sin is not connected to death at all. It's just death. At the very what least, Adam animals... and Eve means means life and humanity. So, like, at the very least, I don't think it's it's um, they are two isolated creatures. I think that that it is. There's a lot going on. Go, John. See, I have a different view, and I think this will this is gonna just blow the lid off everything. Okay. Um, what if evolution isn't passed on when you die? Um, and you like you pass it on to your offspring, but maybe animals just lived essentially forever, and because they lived for so long, evolutionarily they could change their bodies because they were living for so long, and maybe that's how they adapted, because they lived for like hundreds of years, and so they just changed over time instead of dying out and you know the kind slow of, process. I feel like I'm watching a Mirazaki anime or something. That's that's beautiful. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So like they. Like this is why there's gaps in the fossil record is because they weren't dying. They right? weren't dying. They were just living for a long time. And well, hey, know, the, um, yeah. at least at least and up until the flood, uh, that that narrative might work within the narrative that's been presented to us because you've got people living centuries and centuries and centuries, centuries, mm. centuries. That's, That's a, lot think I, it's a lot of centuries. I think guys. we, I think we just solved everything. So should I, I write to Nature Magazine or what? Is um, this who I, I submit to? Start small with Nat Geo, um, okay. and then work your way up from there. I believe they're connected to Disney, um, which is a Christian company. So I think totally. they'll well, be sympathetic. That's to why message. you're making the Mecca for two grand. I know. Hey, do you think yeah. it's? Yeah. Do you think? Um, like it's for a lot of us, the narrative has been um, framed for us that it's like you know, evolution, you know, against God, like versus God, like, could God just use evolution? Like, why, why does it have to be like, why have to fight against each other? Mm. I think it's totally possible. I think the, the question asker's, asker's question is like, at, at least there's like a valid seed in it in that there's like a death seems to be like a big thing that in Christianity we're like, Hey, it's no big deal now. Um, but it was a problem before. Um, and mm-hmm. the reason it became a problem was error. Um, so if we throw that out, then it's just like, well, death is just, it's just part of it, man. You know what I mean? But and it, then a lot of the redemption story is kind of like, well, who cares? Cause maybe, death is just maybe what it's watered down every... a little bit then. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I see that. Cause that, cause that is actually the crux of some of the talks that we had, because it's, it's like, if like, I like to teach the garden story as an introduction to the system of Shalom. And it seems like if Shalom is a flourishing and abundant relationship, not lacking anything, like, well, it seems like death would be lacking something. Mm-hmm. So for that formula to work, I, you know, I have to create like my own like belief system around that, um, that there's mm-hmm. no death there, which I've attempted to do. And I mean, I'm not smart enough to do that anyways, but um, yeah, I can't get, a, I can't get around like even just the, the, the cyclical nature of like, like things needing to die and um, regenerate and, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's maybe, yeah, no. maybe, maybe it's a different type of death. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's like a, a spiritual death. Maybe it's like eating three sausage, um, mm-hmm. McMuffins kind of death. Don't and forget then... the hash browns and the McGriddle. <laughs> McGriddle. <laughs> I tried to feed my um, 11 month old some of the McGriddle, but she wasn't having it. Probably <laughs> she has a greater survival instinct than I do, um, <laughs> yeah. which is probably She's... good for 
She's all amygdala right now, bro. She's all amygdala. Yeah. She's like, nope, that will kill me. And so I will not consume. Um, so she knows she knows better. Unlike those species that came before humanity in evolution. Verse of the day. This is the segment where we open scripture without context because scripture is a double-edged sword. And swords don't need context. So we are going to roll dice like the Urim and the Thummim of old um, and see what the Lord has for us in his word. John, can you roll for me a D4? Yep. Four. All right. Can you roll for me a D20? Six. Six. All right. Um, Awesome. And then can you roll for me another D20? You got that, John? Oh, I was going to let you do it. You're the D20 guy. 16. 16. Oh, guys, if we get one more six, we're screwed. Oh, <laughs> that's so true. Roll for me another D20. Oh, here it comes. Because it's going to be Wayne. Three. The divine has spoken. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. dokie. Wait, did we pray for that? Was that an answered prayer? Yeah, we did. <laughs> this okay. is here, Here's your answer, my friend. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. <laughs> the word of the Lord. <laughs> you know what? If you add an E with the word bowl, that's probably describing you after those sausage yes. um, uh, I feel like I'm yeah. watching the headlines, and it's just like another oil tanker spill or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. one more time. The second angel poured out his bowl onto, on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. What is blood like that of a dead person versus blood like that of a living person? Yeah, that's that was just in my brain. Sticky. Um, I, I feel like it's like it, it, it has death. Or it's already, yeah, it's like sticky and coagulating and darker. Yeah. Yeah, there Stagnant. is. There's a Stagnant. Filipino dish. Yeah, there's a Filipino dish called dinaguan. Um, uh, it's actually it's, pronounced dinaguan. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and it's a it's blood it's blood pudding. Um, oh, and it lovely. is it's like a thick it's like a thick chunky blackish brown. Yeah. Wayne, I you said it right off the bat, but that feels right. Oil spills, right? Yeah. Ah, the true. sticky it's and what is oil if if I mean it's it's coagulated dead stuff mixed in and, a blender and does it not kill every living thing in the sea well as as one who lives in southern california and has seen the effects of those yes it seems to mm. it seems to do so yeah guys so the second so the angel sec- so then so who's the second angel mm-hmm. this this is the cfo the CFO, yeah. the The first angel is Steve, um, and the second angel is Tim, um, and Tim. Tim dumped out his his bowl on the sea. Oh, so do we bill Shell, BP, Exxon? Who are we mm. going to for this? You know what? I think we need to go in a new direction. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you're saying we need a new angel, a new D angel? Oh. I mean, you got to be curious. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there anything it's, there? Is there anything under the under the wings? Uh, <laughs> or they're just smoothies. They're just a smoothie. 
Like, the Barbie, like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a Barbie doll smoothie. Um, I love you guys now, so it, much. Is it, is it possible that when the second angel did pour out the bowl, it was more like a spill, like an accident? Like, like the angels are chilling with these bowls. Um, and like, maybe this bowl was meant to like lubricate the universe manufacturing machine, um, as mm. God cranks out these multiverses. Right. And Steve's no, Steve is the, um, CEO. Who's the CFO, Tim, Tim's got Come his on. bowl and you know, Tim, he's a klutz. Um, and so he's got this bowl, um, and then good old Azazel, he sticks out his feet, um, and trips Tim and he's like, gotcha sucker. Um, and Tim <laughs> spills. Um, and right before getting to the universe manufacturing machine, goes down the drain, dumps into the ocean, dead yeah. fish everywhere. Tim uh, is fracking crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Jake. Uh, oh, that's yeah, so I'll, good. I'll, uh, I'll, endorse, I'll endorse that, Chris. I'm, I'll get behind that. Okay. Yeah. Tim's, Tim's I pumped that up. <laughs> oh, pump it up. I hate that's us good. right now. I just said I loved us a little bit ago. I hate us now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it feels like the oil is dripping all over our bodies right now. Mm, that's that's a little too hot for this podcast. All right, guys, let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. Um, it has been a pleasure doing this podcast for you, my friends. Uh, thank you for listening to Spiritual Undirection. Um, we're happy that you would choose to um, hear our voices and put them in your heads. Um, and so uh, please, um, if you do enjoy what you do, um, what you're listening to, share with your friends. Um, the more the merrier to... Um, talk about God stuff and enjoy it in the process. Um, so today I'm Christopher Seals. Um, and what I learned today was that my shoes hold me morally culpable. <laughs> yes. Amen. And don't forget it. Um, my name is John Bennett. And I, I'm, I'm struggling. I think I learned that there's angels named Tim and Steve. I think that's really what I learned today. Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, I'm Wayne Randolph, and uh, along with John, learning about angels, I learned that they are potentially smoothies. <laughs> oh man, thank you. Um, this has been Spiritual Undirection, reminding you that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks. Uh-huh.